Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Beard of karmictools.com, and this is your weekly forecast for September 27th through October 3rd of 2020. So a quick note here, I was able to record a special fall equinox update that covers the season and energetic support for the last quarter of the year, plus some juicy divinations to guide you. So enjoy those. You can listen to the audio or watch the video. So that reminds me, for those of you who are so inclined to be YouTube subscribers to my channel or subscribe to my podcast on the many, many, many podcast platforms that it's listed on, you will always receive those updates first because I have to post the updates before I can send out my mailing in MailChimp to notify you that I've updated things. So you all might have already seen and heard this fall equinox update. But for the rest of you, I hope you enjoy it. So let's dive into our week, which kicks off on Monday the 28th with Venus trining Mars. This is so good, our sacred masculine and feminine in a good angle. Venus rules your values and priorities where relationships with love and money are concerned. It is the sacred feminine within that innately knows how to create with nature as well as what to cultivate and nurture to full development. Mars rules your desire nature and your inner sacred masculine, which is responsible for getting your ideas into the world, maintaining your personal boundaries, and negotiating on your own behalf. When both are channeling through you in a balanced way, like now, What you create and how you move through the world becomes a beautiful dance, or at least a much more interesting story. The trine is a blessing of ease and grace, an easygoing energy that paves the way for balance and reciprocity and encourages independence within the context of relationships. Communication is usually smooth at this time, and exchanges can be mutually beneficial. Any relationships started under this influence have a good chance at success, whether personal or professional. So the same day, Saturn goes direct. So this is Saturn's last stand in Capricorn for another 28-plus years. The last time it did this was 1988 to 1990, and today completes its final retrograde in its home sign. So this was the last review we were going to get. Now we go forward, and we're going to have to stand on it. This is a tremendous amount of stabilizing energy that you can direct consciously on your own behalf anytime you're working with Saturn. In general, you can look to any area of your life that requires you to upgrade and fortify because it has essentially run its natural course and is more or less worn out. But you can also look to your Capricorn house and see if the areas of life that it represents also may require some much-needed focus and dedication. Saturn often gets our attention by creating blockages and delays, pointing out weaknesses and oversights. And during its retrograde, there are reports of folks feeling like they are being held back by the elbows. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. A better use of Saturn's amazing energy is to slow down and check in with your personal base, which we do when it's going retrograde or direct. So now it's going direct, so we're checking back in to see how it's gone. How organized are you in general? Are you naturally focused and self-directed, or do you succeed more often when you have a structure or a plan? This is the time to develop or fortify your inner authority to make choices and decisions on your own behalf with courage and confidence. Take time to organize your thoughts or create a plan or strategy for adjusting to the changes that are seemingly being forced on you at this time. Start with small, manageable goals because accomplishing them will also give you the momentum and fortitude to go after the big goals. It's time to release fear and doubt and redefine your reality on some level. 
This retrograde likely revealed at least a clue about what restructuring needs to happen for you personally, and going direct will help you to begin to rebuild. So that's Monday. Tuesday, I just want to say I'm going to try one more time to do Instagram Live on Tuesday. We were planning for 4 p.m. Eastern, but I think that time's going to change, so you might want to just check in that Tuesday for the time. I'll put it up on my story to let people know 24 hours beforehand. But Instagram moved the buttons around, y'all, and I already struggle. You know I'm an analog girl in a digital world trying to keep up with you people. (laughs) I love you, and I'm not giving up yet. So one of my stellar students, Tasha, is going to assist me. So we'll see how it goes Tuesday. If you want to come support the relaunch, I'm trying to get back in the rhythm of weekly over there to do our divinations and be spontaneous and be in person because that's what I really miss the most. 2020 was supposed to give me more time in person with you all, and I'm trying to make that happen. So that day, we definitely have things to ask about (laughs) because Mars is going to square off with Saturn. If we make it over there, this is what we will be asking about. Mars retrograde square Saturn, which is the second hit in three. The first time they squared off was August 24th. This is the second time, September 29th, and the final time will be in the new year, January 13th, 2021. But I believe then Mars will be in Taurus and Saturn will be just into Aquarius. They'll both be at the very beginning of new signs after a very long time in their previous ones. So this is an evolution, let's just say, that's leading us to something better. So let's use the energy wisely. This is the energy of action being restricted and the anger or frustration that follows. You can either be angry and feel restricted, limited, and unable to move, Or you can see this energy as an opportunity to define the right actions to take and strategically plan to take them when the universe is more supportive. This energy requires us to slow down and double-check the plan. If you proceed consciously, your plan has a better chance of success than if you were reckless and impatient. You may experience a blockage of some sort, internal or external. You may feel this tremendous urge to change or move forward in your life, but seem to find blockages and limitations with every effort. That is likely your perception. So you have to ask, do you feel inadequate to the task at hand? What are you afraid of? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Release fear and choose to be responsible for creating your life. If you don't, your outer circumstance only becomes a reflection of your inner belief. You will attract criticism and repel support. Take your grand vision and figure out three small steps you can take on this restricted level that is still taking you in the direction of your goal. Don't try to initiate at this time. This is a time for cultivating, planning, working behind the scenes, doing the detail work and foundational work, which is often known as the grunt work, but it's necessary to support the grand vision when the time comes to finally express it. So what we're doing here is we're renewing who we are and what we want in the Mars realm, in in our Aries department. Wherever that may be for you is where you're growing in who you are and what you want, how you go about accomplishing that. Saturn is at its end of Capricorn cycle asking us to clear out the old responsibilities of the past, pre-2020 responsibilities, half of which don't even apply anymore, 
and prepare for that final challenge, January 13th, when it's in different signs, to anchor something new. Because the truth is, squares build stability, even though they're not easy. And so what's going to happen is as we change who we are on a fundamental level and what we want on a fundamental level, when it slips into Taurus, it's going to ask us to build something new with our own two hands, but it's got to be something we value, something that's worth it, something that's beautiful and nourishing and sustainable, most importantly. That is going to be related to Saturn moving into Aquarius and this whole new social order that's being born right now. These are the contractions of birth, and death has to happen first. We have to let go of that old life to birth this new one. And it's messy, and it's uncomfortable, but it's also temporary. So let's use the energies for what they're good for. You know that's always my two cents. And right now, it's a review and a, and a reorganization of the basics, who you are and what you want for yourself, and within the context of your relationships, who and what you want at home, as well as at work. These are the basics. They're just changing in a fundamental way. And so I want you to dream up something fantastic for the new order that you are creating for yourself and for your community and social reach, whatever that may be. So we're redreaming. You've already heard me say this eight ways to Sunday for the rest of the year. It's very inward. Takes us to October 1st, which is Thursday, when we have the Aries full moon. This is huge because this means there's a huge light shining right on that Mars retrograde and right on that Chiron. So we're healing ourselves at this time. We're choosing to educate ourselves at this time and learn either how to heal ourselves or how to make ourselves more valuable to the team. Maybe you're going back to school. Maybe you're learning a new skill set. I know I'm having to do that in a lot of different ways. But this is also preceding the new moon coming, which is going to be a super new moon in Libra. So we're moving into the next lunation, number one. Number two, this is also a completion of what you set in motion or whatever kind of renewal came to you in the spring of this year. So let's think about the last six months and the next six months with this full moon because it's all about you. Where are you coming from and where do you want to be in the next six months? Aries full moon affords an incredible opportunity for a clean slate, deep release of that which is no longer part of your identity or purpose. It is also a good time to release anything that creates imbalance within you or blocks your true independence in the world. Okay, we're still in the fall equinox zone. We got six weeks to reestablish balance. All this full moon is doing is lighting up the area where you need it most. This full moon kicks off another year of release work, which also means that you just completed a whole year of it too. So give yourself credit where credit is due. As you go forward, rather than feeling like things are overwhelming and moving too fast to process, let alone integrate, you should be able to see where you have done so much inner soul work that you can now move through your own personal processes much faster. Now, of course, this won't be the case for everyone, in which case the Aries full moon is going to shine that bright light on exactly what aspects of self have put you in this position and make you feel it until you are so uncomfortable that you finally own it. Once you own it, you can deal with it, change it, and or release it altogether. Just keep in mind this is all rhythm and patterns. 
which means if you pay attention, you can consciously co-create with more ease and grace and much less frustration. That is the general vibe of any Aries full moon. But this one is special because it's plugging into larger cycles and making it personal for us as individuals. The sun in Libra is opposite to moon in Aries, and at the same time, Jupiter, Saturn, Pilus, and Pluto are all in Capricorn, creating a T-square, which is tension that has to be worked out by integrating the missing fourth leg consciously. That would be the cancer energy. We need to consciously nurture and develop what is trying to grow or be birthed through us as individuals. We have to create space because something new is coming forth, whether we like it or not, whether we're ready or not. This is personal transformation with this full moon, and you've got to know that the luminaries are lighting you up in a way that is, one, purifying you on the deepest levels, and two, facilitating permanent change and transformation. So anything you are truly willing and ready to release, this is the moon to work with. In order for you to experience the level of relationship that you desire, what do you have to change or redefine about yourself so that you can magnetize that vibrational match. Keep in mind that that applies to both personal and professional relationships, and any Aries moon is all about you. So do some mirror work or dig into your journals looking for your own patterns that you are finally truly over and trust that this cleansing is preparing you to be able to engage with others on a much higher level of integrity going forward. Deep breath. And that's the idea. The full moon preceding the new moon means we have to clear ourselves so that when we get to the new moon in Libra to plant those seeds about relationship, partnership, and collaboration, we're clean. So we magnetize clean. We're proactive on our own behalf. So we magnetize those who are independent and can take care of themselves. We are aware of our own needs and desires. So we know how to work with others in a complementary way. This is where the lunation shifts and the work, the soul work that goes with it shifts as well. So we're moving out of processing Virgo Pisces energy, which is the body and spirit, spirit and human form that we have to balance out, into Aries Libra, which is more ideas, choices, and what wants to be expressed or birthed next. And at the same time, because we're at the end of the year, whatever we've birthed for this year has run its course. So where are we at? Let's check in there too. All right, everyone. That is our weekly forecast. So much love and gratitude for having you in my community. Thank you for listening. This is Kelly Beard signing off. Have a fantastic week. Please share this with those you think would resonate and reach out if and when you need to. Kelly at karmictools.com. The goal of my weekly forecast is to alert you to the energies and activations that we're all experiencing and the possibilities for conscious co-creation as an individual. Awareness of the energies is the first key, but I invite you to take it to the next level by checking out my reading, telecircles, and subscriptions, which are all geared toward individual support that helps you understand your own unique blueprint. My specialty is cycles and patterns, and I love helping people figure out their own within the context of the social and collective rhythm. To some, working with their own cycles and patterns is a completely new and foreign concept, but there are many planetary cycles that coincide with natural life cycles that allow us to co-create in mystical as well as practical ways. I create custom tools that I've tried and tested myself for almost 40 years, and I do the work alongside my circle every time. So I hope you will reach out if you feel called to dive deeper into your own soul's natural rhythm. Talk to you soon. One love.